Welcome to Surfboard Theology. Blessings upon you. May God and the universe smile on you and everything you do and your family. My name is Rob. Uh, I will be your host. I grew up in the church. I've been a pastor in several different denominations. Uh, but please do not hold that against me. I have learned a lot since then. Um, and we are going to be asking some big questions on this podcast. And that's the whole purpose of surfboard theology is asking the questions. I may not have any answers. There's some things I just don't. But we want to ask some of those really big questions because I've noticed in looking at theology, growing up and listening to people of not just my denomination, other denominations, people that are spiritual, that there are some things that are not addressed. Or when they are addressed, the answer just doesn't make sense. And you want to go, what? WTH? What's going on, man? Um, you know, I've had people tell me stuff, and then when I look in the Bible, it's actually not in there. There's other times where I look in there and go, okay, it, it's in there, but that's not actually what Jesus said. Okay? Or another part, maybe it is in there. But you look around at your friends, your family, your workers, people you know, life out on the streets, and you go, okay, that's an answer, but it doesn't make sense. That doesn't go with what I'm seeing in life. So what do you do with that? That's what we're going to be looking at. Now, there's a story in the Bible. Uh, Jesus, he's out in a boat with a bunch of his disciples, his buddies, they're out in the middle of the lake. It's a nice day. And Jesus, he's just exhausted. You ever get like that? You get out in the sunshine and you just want to take a nap. It hits it. Jesus decides he's going to catch some Z's, you know, because people are always after him. He's, he's just tired. So he, he goes to the end of the boat, crawls under a tarp or something. And while he's down there, he just zonks out. And the rest of the disciples, they go to the other end of the boat and they're playing cards, and they're telling jokes, and they're goofing off, splashing each other a little bit. And pretty soon, they kind of look around. They notice that they're, they're starting to get some waves out here, and they're starting to get a little bit concerned, but nothing to worry about. And then the waves get a little bigger, and then there's a few more waves, and pretty soon, they're getting pretty darn nervous. One of these waves hits the boat. They're going to capsize, and, and they're afraid they're all going to drown out here. And they're starting to freak out a little bit. Now they're starting to play the you wake him up game. You wake up Jesus. No, 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 no. You wake up Jesus. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm not going to wake him up. You wake him up. Pretty soon the waves are really big. Jesus wakes up. Not because of the waves. Because these guys are fighting. He says, hey, guys, knock it off. What are you scared of? Now there's more to the story, but I just want to stop right there. That's the end of it for today for us. What are you scared of? And I'd like to hypothesize that the problem was not the waves. The problem was the boat. Let me say it again. It wasn't the waves. Waves are just natural part of nature. The waves are what happened. The boat, on the other hand, was the problem. So what happens when a wave hits a boat? <laughs> Boat's going to flip. You may sink. You may drown. You may die. My father-in-law was out in a boat one time on the ocean, and he would spend his he'd spend his whole life in that boat. Honestly, I think uh, if he could, but he's out on a boat with with his buddy, and it's just two of them, 
And he looks over and there's this sneaker wave, which he's telling me about. Apparently it's a wave you see pretty late, but it's pretty deadly. And this wave's coming right, sneaks up on him, is about to hit him, and he has just enough time to yell, wave! And he grabs his life vest, his buddy's got his, the, and the boat just flips over, and they're, poosh, they're in the water. Lose everything. The whole boat just dumps out. All the stuff falls to the bottom. Now, fortunately, he ended up being fine. Somebody found him. They came in, blah, 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 towed the upside-down boat in. Uh, but that's what happened when a wave hits a boat. Now, what happens when a wave hits a surfboard? Dude, that's what you want. You want the waves out there. Woohoo! This is the fun time. It's not fun if you don't have some of those waves. So, theology is kind of like that. You know? When life hits you, does your theology let you down? Or does your theology let you coast over whatever life's got going for you? That's a big difference. Now, what happens when a wave hits a boat? You fall off, right? Surfboard, hey, you just get right back on. Your boat may be damaged beyond repair. Okay, I believe that was my father-in-law's boat. But a surfboard, wave hits you, it's light. You get back on, you jump back on. Okay, it's minimum necessary to have the fun. Okay, in a boat. What's the purpose of a boat? Boats to save your life, keep you safe get you from here to there okay boat is keep you on top of the water surfboard you, dude you're gonna go in the water okay you, you're in the water getting out there you're in the water coming back in water happens okay but with a surfboard you can flow with it you can go with it it's cool it's what you want okay something else you know like theology some of us have been in churches or have backgrounds that there's just a lot of religious baggage there. And when a wave hits your boat, all that religious baggage can sink to the bottom. And it's not there. You don't have that stuff to hang on to. You're left with a life vest. And all the rest of it's gone. It's trash at this point. On a surfboard, you travel light. You don't need all that stuff. You don't want all that baggage. You want as little baggage as possible. Honestly, between you and me, you could surf naked and have a great time. In fact, I had a friend one time. Yeah, he came in on a Monday morning. He's looking all happy. He's looking great. And I'm like, dude, what'd you do over the weekend? He's like, I went naked surfing. And I'm like, um, <clears throat> you, 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 you went naked surfing? Yeah, that's right, man. All right, but didn't you wipe out at all? Man, that's the best part. <coughs> Excuse me. He loved it. That was great for him. Naked in the waves. Okay, whatever floats your boat. Uh, now in a boat, something else I've noticed, there's limited room. You've got to limit the people that are, I don't care if it's a two-man boat or a 500,000 Queen Mary, whatever. You can't fit the whole world in a boat. It's limited. So you've got to always be deciding you're in, you're out. You're with us, you're against us. You're, you're here by me. You, you know, sorry, you're treading water, bud. Conversely, surfboard theology, waves are big. There's enough room for everybody. I've got my surfboard. You've got your surfboard. 
there is enough waves in the world for all of us. It's more the merrier. You grab all your buddies and go. You meet people on the beach. Hey, there's a cute girl. Hi, how you doing? Okay, you, you, it, it's a party. And finally, last thing I've noticed about boat theology is you're kind of all in the same place. You start at the same place, you end in the same place because you're stuck with everybody else. It doesn't matter if you want to go out further. You got a bunch of little kids. Nope, you got to stay back here. It doesn't matter if you're a little bit nervous. You're not ready for what's out there. But everybody else is going and you're kind of stuck going with them. On a surfboard, you get to set some of that pace yourself. It's you and the waves. You get to decide. Hey, I'm a little tired today. I'm going to stay here on the shallows. Ooh, look at that wave out there. It's a little scary. I think I'll just stay back here. That's fine. Or you might go, that's a challenge. We've all seen these movies. These guys are like, give me a tsunami. Give me a flood. I'll take it. I want to ride the world. All right. I kind of think they're nuts, but there they go. People do it. Okay. Or you may decide, hey, I'm not surfing today. I'm going to lie on the beach and take a nap, get some sun. Hey, that works too. So whatever it is for you, And I know that sounds really scary, you know? We're used to this boat idea. But I believe that God, the universe, is so big, so big, he's going to treat you like an individual and, and it's going to respect who you are. So we'll be looking at some of that more in the future, what that means, what some of these questions are that I've got. Um, and we're going to try and uh, ride some of those waves of life and some of the surf of life. Now, before I finish, I want to add one more thing here. I'm always, when I go to church now, there are two parts that I especially love. These are my favorite, favorite, favorite two parts. The first part is when the priest blesses us. And I'm going to start each podcast with a blessing. Because I believe that God, the universe, wants to bless us. Not give you a million dollars. Not make your problems all go away. But want you to have a pretty good life. Second thing, I'm always going to end with this. This is my other favorite part. Where the priest, not the person, but wearing the robes, representing God, looks out and says, your sins are forgiven. When God looks at us and says, hey, we're cool. I'm with you. You don't have to be afraid of me. And a lot of us are just afraid of the universe. And the universe wants to hold you in its hands, love you, say, hey, it's going to be okay. So here it is. Here's the ending. Your sins are forgiven you. Go do something kind for somebody. And I'll see you next time. This is Rob. Thanks.